got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. In. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Get in the hole. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well, who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Barry and Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win-win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more. Ah! It's in the hole. Saturday, October 29, 2016, broadcasting live from the Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today, a monster of a cigar. Not a name of a monster cigar, but a monstrous size cigar as Barry leaves for his honeymoon. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play or Podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And fingers crossed that we are Facebook living right now. We are. And uh, a little shout out to Cafe Cafe Coffee. Say that ten times. There fast. we go. Cafe 1901 Coffee Company. It's uh, delicious. It is my fifth cup today. It's only noon here in New Hampshire. And my fifth cup because it's that good. It's very good. He said some coffee along with cigars and uh, he's got it going on. And uh, I think he's got something with his coffee. I like it. I know Mr. Jonathan Blend, that you think it's the best thing out there. This is number two. This I like because I can have five five cups. Yours, I start getting the jitters after a couple of them. I think because mine tastes so good, you're drinking it that fast. Yeah, whatever you want to say. <laughs> whatever you want to say, I'm telling you, I, there's something to this. It seems like less caffeine to me. I, I, I'm, I'm good. It's definitely a mild coffee. Like, I don't get a lot of strength off. It's not a strong black yeah. coffee. Yet it's full-bodied. I like it. I like it. It's, it's up my uh, wheelhouse. Where this cigar, Here. we're going to pass out. Stick that in your mouth. There we go. Is not up my wheelhouse. This is ridiculous. We're saying monster cigar. This is a monster. It's almost comical. It's a cartoon cigar, right? It's not real. You can't really smoke the cigar, can you? It is a ridiculous six inches by 80 Ring gauge cigar. Barry, tell us about it. This is the wrong way to start off my honeymoon. It is. (laughs) In April of 2013, Asylum brand founders Tom Lazuka and Christian Arroyo. Arroyo. Thank you. (laughs) Announced the extension to the Asylum line, and today we smoke that cigar, the Asylum 13 6x80. According to Christian Arroyo, he doesn't get the demand for large ring cigars as he considers himself a traditional list. Silent 13 cigars are Nicaraguan Puros. This 6x80 comes in boxes of 30 and retails for just over $10 a cigar. There we go. We got Derek pinch hitting for Chuck Morrison today, who's away with the Patriots. It's Buffalo? Buffalo. 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 So uh, that's where he is. How's that boycott going for you, Mr. Knows Everything About Football? I'll read about it. I'll know what's going on. I can quote you stats. I hear a lot of people are doing it. I hear there's a lot of people doing what you're doing. The ratings are down. Good. And the best is Goodell says it has nothing to do with, like, Colin Kaepernick. 
the whole reason why I'm not watching it is because a guy that's you know commits an act of abuse gets one or two game suspension. Yeah. A guy that disrespects the flag gets nothing. Gets nothing. So you're saying. But uh, Tom Brady gets four games. Four out games for deflated for balls. Possibly that they never proved. Them. That he knew. There we go. Unbelievable. The sports authority has now been launched. Well, they better get that crap together (laughs) anyway. That's trademarked. I don't know Um, if we could use that. Derek, inside your bag of tricks over there, there is a a cutter that will cut this because I'm realizing now that my uh, typical cutter is not not big enough to cut an 80-ring gauge. That's crazy. 80-ring gauge. So you understand what a ring gauge is. It's 164th of an inch. So 64 64 if it was a 64 ring gauge, it would be an inch across, across the cigar. Correct. This is 80. So 80 is almost an inch and a half across. It's pretty darn close. It's ridiculous. It, it, it is bigger than a quarter. It is a half a dollar. You'd say about a half a dollar. There we go. Cut yours before you send I'll it over. I'll cut mine. This is, a, this is a gigantic cutter. Yeah, we, can, we have the Lotus Jaws here. Which goes to a 64. Yes, which is nothing. Maybe you could flip the end 80. of a 70, but it doesn't quite go. Yeah, it didn't work for the 80. As big as an oh. 80, but luckily the folks at Lotus have a butterfly cutter that goes out to the 80. But wow. I, would, I would say that there is no need to really change your cutter <laughs> I just, because uh, this is not a normal thing. This is a, a, I want to say it's a joke. It, it looks ridiculous. They, they're advertisers. I, know, I love the guys at Asylum. I hear Jonathan the, is pretty comfortable with this. He is. Now. He's okay with it. The, the <laughs> and cap, the jokes begin. <laughs> the cap that I just cut off is about the si- just over the size of a quarter. I'd say almost a half dollar size cap I, I clipped off. Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, we used to think that you would uh, spend your time thinking about what you're going to say next. Well, he's, think, he's operating the board at I the same time. I think Derek is a I professional know. at that. I'm, I am professional. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> is it next week? It's me and you? Yep. Next yep. Week. And we're going to push the earth down. That's it. Yeah? That's Just me do. and you. So you, I'm, I'm counting on you because yep. it's two hours. Uh, I predict. <laughs> here comes Barry Coffin. The show starts. Five. Five. Co- <laughs> loose piece of tobacco from yep. the cold drawer. Here we go. I predict about 5 o'clock on Friday, Derek starts to poop water. And uh, <laughs> that doesn't stop until after the show is over. So seeing we all cut our cigars, if... We hadn't cut our cigars. The official cutting would have been brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. <laughs> Perdomo, the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, cut out the federal S-chip tax. You're supposed to say and Perdomo. And them. Cut out. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. You're supposed to not cut your cigar until we do it. I, because we only had one cutter, I figured you would wait until, to cut it until we did the commercial. Yes. I should have said it out loud. I'm a terrible communicator, and I'm sorry. There we go. <laughs> we go full circle. because uh, little you, inside joke there, yeah. folks. A little inside joke. There we go. So, uh, yeah. Jeez. How many other cigars can you just stand up on the end like it's that? half the size of a cupcake. You know what this cigar reminds me of? Remember Nub came out with that big nub thing that sat in the store? The fake one. This, this is like the real-life version. Yeah, it was yeah. made of a big chunk of wood or something. But this is tobacco. The amount of tobacco in the cigar for what it is. How much does a cigar cost? Just uh, a little bit over $10. Okay, $10 cigar. But we're going to smoke only one cigar, folks, today. One cigar, the whole show. And I don't even think we're going to get halfway done with this thing. I bet you Monica Lewinsky wished Clinton had oh this. Oh, my God. With the... <laughs> You're just going to keep rolling with this all day. Yes, but, but it begs, I got to get two hours of jokes in one hour. It begs to be made fun of. Right? 
Go back you're, to you're asking for it. You're, I, a, you're asking to be made fun of when you make the cigar. All right. Now, but yet they sell. They sell it crazy. Now, knowing that we were going to be lighting this behemoth, uh, I pulled out another behemoth, the Vertigo Intimidator, because we needed something that would stand up to the Asylum 6x80. The Vertigo Intimidator retails for $24.99. It features the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. It has an attenuating neck that will flip off to the side, so if you decided to use this as a pocket cutter, a pocket lighter, rather, you certainly can. It fits comfortably in your pocket. It features four large jets and a color-changing flame, so you don't lose it in the bright sun out on the golf course. And you've got enough tank in here to be able to light several 6 by 80 cigars. My God. This is the, the perfect lighter for something like this. It's, it's so ridiculous. Reminds me of uh, lighting wood for my pizza oven outside that it takes a while to get going. But once it gets going, that's it. Well, doesn't everyone have a pizza oven outside their house? They should. If you lived up here in New Hampshire, you know we don't have the greatest pizza. So you need to get your own because we're away from Boston now. Holy God. I feel like I'm going to get a case of lockjaw. I got a big mouth, but I don't really have a big mouth. You have a, uh, a big mouth, but a small orifice. Is that where you're going yeah. with this? Yeah. It's just stupid. It's stupid. It doesn't taste bad. It's just stupid. <laughs> is this what we're going to be going through? This is going to be a two-hour commercial of how stupid the cigar is? To our advertiser. But you've got you to call him as you see him. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, Christian himself says he doesn't get it. So, <clears throat> lot of smoke. I, w- I would call the smoke coming off of this voluminous. Yeah. yeah. It's big. Now, do you put the whole thing in your mouth or just the tip? <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my uh, Cafe 1901 coffee. So... What you're supposed to do when you smoke a cigar is put the cigar in far enough that you can put your teeth on it, hold on to it. See, I, was, I knew this was coming, so I started this morning rubbing the cocoa butter in on my jaw. I did a little oral yoga, got things loosened up. It's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to hold. It's uncomfortable to smoke. I, I'm sure it looks terrible. I'm actually amazed at the flavor, though. Yeah. It's tasty. It I does. It tastes good. It, and it tastes good in the, in the, in the regular Robusto yes. format. Why didn't you go with the Robusto? Because monster, monster cigars. This is Halloween, Halloween time. of course, everything has to tie in. It has a tie-in. That's the idea of it. And we don't want to do it, and it's all, all the more. All the more we, we end up doing it. But people buy these things. It, and what I think all, they really started happening in 2008, all of a sudden, people really started Because making... of the essential crash of 2007. Right. Now so... people were looking for value. And what's a better value than basically four cigars for the price of one, which is what yeah. you have here? Yeah. So if it's a $10 cigar, you're paying two fifty for each cigar because you're smoking four cigars. You know some people, that are customers, yeah. that come and in by the, the box. The Robusta is what? seven seventy five, eight dollars $8, somewhere yeah. around that? So for $2, you're getting a cigar that looks double the size. Right. Looks double the size? Well, 5 by 50. This is triple that. Well, 5 by 50 would be. It's not 100. Double would be 10 by 100. Dude, you could fit three of those in here. There's a three times the tobacco. A 50 ring gauge doesn't seem thick anymore because of the things like this. But this is the maximum. Is there any cigar out there with a bigger ring gauge? Yes, that's Fema. 
the femur from Skip Martin. Regular production? Uh, no, not really. No, so a regular they, production yeah. cigar. They come in boxes of one. Yeah, boxes Asylum, of one, special order type of cigar. Asylum has a cigar bigger than this, not in ring gauge, but in length. They have the 8 by 80 Yeah. So if this is a three-hour smoke, you're going to add at least another hour. So now, is six inches enough for you, or do you prefer the full eight inches? Yeah, I think he oh. prefers girth <laughs> over length. <laughs> You knew it was all coming, right? <laughs> you knew it was all coming. You know what I was kind of hoping is that, you know, like when he started reading the copy on what the cigar was, it was clear that he's already on vacation and had to bring himself back. Yes. I was kind of hoping that that was the case for the whole hour. Yes. We're gonna is lose... it time for you to leave yet? We're going to lose Barry at 1 o'clock. When we go to break at 1 o'clock, uh, that's it. Oh, that's you got it. a limo picking you up. Yes, I do. What kind of limo did you go with? Well, Stretch? No, a black car. Just a black car. Like a Lincoln Town car or something like that. <laughs> So, but you know, because going first class all the way, you know, yeah. doing it right, doing it right, treating my lady the right way. There we go. And hopefully, on the honeymoon, she treats me the right there way. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, big ring gauges. I remember early on, it was Perdomo. Did immenso? Uh, immenso it? was immense, ridiculous, and they had the picture of the two women that were on there smoking the. Uh, Big, were big they cigars. girthy women? They were Cuban women who, when I went to Cuba, there they were. Really? There they were. So they're still out there. They were old ladies then. They're older now. And um, it, Puros Indios is another one that um, Christian now is a, is a partner with the Puros Indios people. Mm-hmm. He bought into that company. I think they had the longest cigar in the Chief. The which, Chief. Which is 18 inches long. Yeah. That's long. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like. But they I, had big ring gauge cigars, yes. you know, ridiculously big ring gauge. There's big ring gauge cigars and there's ridiculous big ring gauge cigars, which is where this falls in. Now, I don't, so. I don't necessarily view an 80 ring gauge cigar as a value cigar for myself. However, if I were going to go big, I would go like Presidente, get something eight, eight and a half inches long or an A size, go out to nine. And, but normal ring gauge. And then you can smoke that cigar for a couple of hours and enjoy it. I'm not... I like the flavor of this, but it is... I don't want to do anything for three, four hours. I got uh, a little bit of TMJ, the yeah. disorder with the jaw. And sure. Every morning I wake up and my jaw's locked up. It's, it's, a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. Doing you don't have to put it, it in your teeth every time. You could just use your lips. Just the lips. You know, now that they partnered up with Puros, I'm curious to see if Asylum will come out with an 18 by 80. They can't. They can't oh, yeah, that's new right, product. FDA. Yep. Mm. Damn FDA. Keep yeah. forgetting about that. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and we're going to talk uh, a little about the FDA in, in news that uh, things are already happening. People are falling. Things are happening, unfortunately. Yep. Three of the five uh, news bits have something to do with the FDA. Yeah. So I've only smoked this cigar one other time. And uh, it was during the initial launch of Ashketball. Okay. And I wanted to set the world record for the longest shot. And I needed an ash that would be able to hold up to the distance. Yeah. So I lit up a 6 by 80 and I hit a 15-foot shot into a standard ashtray, the longest ash, ashketball shot that I know of. So I consider myself the world record holder for the longest shot. How, how about... Uh, it looked like Hiroshima went off Nesta, in the ashtray. Do you remember Nesta Miranda's shot? Yes, I do. His yep. was only 6 feet away. Really? His was only 6 feet. The standard one-point shot. He said, what are you guys doing? He saw um, Jonathan flicking his ash and onto the floor, basically, because he was missing. 
what is this? What's going on? And then I explained to him what, what happened. And he's smoking a cigar, and he's sitting down. And he said, so it's okay. I could just flick the ash and try to get in there. I said, yeah, we sweep up. This is the time of year we do it. It's in March, and we do basketball. With March Madness. Yeah. So here it is. It's set up. And he says, really? He says, can I stand up and do this? I said, yeah. He stands up. He takes a shot. It goes in. He goes, that's it. I quit. I retire. <laughs> One shot in and never do it again. He said, that's it. He's like the coolest cool. Yes, you know? the most interesting man. In yes, cigars. he is. Just ask him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so um, is this a fad? And the question is, will this continue? Uh, do you see it going away? I think it's been happening long enough where it can't be considered a fad anymore. It's been a long time, right? Yeah. The 60 ring gauge. We've I got think, almost 10 years of this day, but. I mean, I just started smoking 60s on a somewhat regular basis. Yeah? Well, yeah, the 50 really? wasn't big enough, huh? No. You know, hanging around you, I guess, you know, I'm yeah. bigger. <laughs> so um, you're smoking 60s on a regular basis? Uh, for me, a regular basis. Yeah? At least a couple of months, a month, where I, I wouldn't touch them before. I'm a maximum at 54 that I'm even interested in. I'd rather 52, but 54, I'll do it. My comfort zone is 46 to 52. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tend to stick with a smaller cigar myself. I like, I like a 50 or a 52 um, rarely do I smoke which a used 60. to be which used to not ten years ago fifty two was a big ring gauge cigar now it 's looked upon smaller small. ring gauges, but you know yeah. it would be people that smoked the forty two forty fours were the people you know those were the average cigar smokers yeah what i 'll say about asylum is a lot of people ended up making big ring gauge cigars, but they actually blended the cigar for a big ring gauge cigar, where everybody else really, they have their regular line of cigars, and they come out with a 6x60. And it wasn't blended that way. And, and the cigar is actually lacking depth and flavor. Well, you lose. Ring, it's you, all filler. You've got a life. lot of filler. So what I believe that they do in Asylum is you've got your uh, leaf that is good for wrapper aesthetically, and then you have the ones that have the holes in them. They're a little thicker. They're a little rougher. But they use the same leaf. As the binder, so you end up with double wrapper flavor. Yeah, and that way you can smoke a ring gauge this big, and it's see, not. You see all those circles at the end of that? Oh yeah. So it's rolled in tuba, in tuba. It looks like it. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of circles there, and the wrapper seems a little bit thicker than the fifty ring gauge, so maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe they go a priming higher. Yes. There's a lot of tobacco in here. It's got some weight, and I got to imagine it can't be a lot of profit. In a cigar this size, because of the amount of tobacco that's used, and you'd say, "Oh, it's just a wrapper leaf," but the wrapper leaf has to be humongous it does. to be able to end up going around that. Maybe we take one and dissect it one day, yeah. just to see how big it really is. Yeah, see what's inside this thing. But uh, we're, we're a teeny bit down. This thing's going to be an all-day sucker, right? Was it a fifty ring gauge uses five leaves in the filler? Yeah. Minimum of five, so now you're talking an extra... So when they made the, the, the Diamond Crowns, for instance, and they made them all 54 ring gauges? Right. Because they have they, seven, right? Six, I thought it was. I think it's seven. Yeah? Seven leaves. Okay. Counting the wrapper. Okay. So that ends up being seven. It has to be at a 50 to a 54, becomes seven leaves. How so many? there's probably eight leaves, eight to nine leaves in yeah. this filler. We're going to have to dissect one. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah, we have, have to. have to do it now. We have to know what the answer is. Um, I think it go. I think this goes away. You know, I know it's a long time; it's ten years, but I think it goes away because it's uncomfortable. It's not uh, the, my. It's crazy. My problem with your thesis there is that they sell by the box. I know. 
It's not going to go away if you got box buyers on it. And it's not like they're low count boxes. It's a 30, 30 and 50, count box. Yeah. 30 and 50s. Right. It's and crazy. People buy the whole box of them. Yeah. And think of the hours of if it takes, it's going to take three hours. We're going to be done with the two hour show. We're not going to be near the band, right? So you say it takes three hours to end up smoking this, um, and you buy a box of 50. It's 150 hours of enjoyment, or if that's what you call it. And at $300 a box, not counting the box discount, Yeah, you're talking $2 an hour. Yeah. Cheap. Can't yeah. even go bowling for $2 no. an hour. No. Yeah, we're about, uh, what, 20 minutes in now? And I get about half an inch of ash on here? I don't think we're going to have to ash for the whole hour. No. No. Longest ash contest with, with something like this? I have to imagine the ash holds up past the band. Really? There's, there's just too much of it. In order for me to sink that shot, I had to have a full inch and a half because I tried shooting it with an inch, and it wouldn't come off. Yeah? Okay. Okay. That ding-ding means it's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, and that stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars, who would win this hypothetical battle? And because this is right near Halloween, and we're going to talk a little about that later on, of uh, different costumes people are wearing. But let's look at uh, two popular costumes out there, Batman versus Superman. But in reality, Batman versus Superman in a battle, in a fight, who ends up winning? Batman versus Superman. Well, there was a movie done about this. Okay. And uh, it was Batman. That was only in the movies. It wasn't in real life. See, <laughs> the, problem, the problem is that if Batman has his hands on kryptonite in the, in the real deal, which you have to imagine he's going to, if they're both real characters, yeah. Batman's not going to allow Superman to have the upper hand, so he's going to carry around kryptonite on him, and that makes Superman less strong than a regular man. And Batman's already very strong because he works out all the time, and he's like a ninja. But he's only a regular person. But Batman. he's a regular person that has kryptonite on him all the time right. in this imaginary battle. Yeah. So it's Batman. Because and if he, Batman can strip the kryptonite, all he has to do is fly up into space, and Bruce Wayne suffocates. Batman can't fly. Right. So Superman grabs Batman yeah. into space, okay. he suffocates. That's right. So Bruce that, Wayne is done. Yeah. He's I, only a man, but he can't. Where Superman fly. is a Superman. Well, you got Batman only the has extra tools. How do you dislodge the kryptonite when you're you're melting into the ground? That's only given if he has kryptonite. kryptonite on. Right. It's Batman. Of course, he has kryptonite. So you do the preemptive strike before Batman is pissed off at you. Now, in this hypothetical situation that you have here, this is, is real life. This is, is, is real life. Does Batman. everybody know, like we know, that Batman is Bruce Wayne, or do you, we have no idea and it's Batman? Now, yeah, well, it doesn't Superman, matter if you know he's Bruce Wayne. He is only a man. Superman knows he's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne has access. Right, Superman knows. Right. Bruce Wayne has access to, his, to kryptonite. He can kryptonite. see through those hidden eyeglasses. That <laughs> <laughs> was the same guy. <laughs> that was his costume. He had a eyeglasses. Take them off. Oh, my God. That, it's Superman. <laughs> Just glasses. And then he'd go in the telephone booth and yeah. strip down. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, because I I have such a love for Batman and the whole series. I, I grew up with Batman. I'm gonna go Batman. I have faith in Batman winning. Who's your favorite guy to play these characters? TV TV Batman. Yeah. Adam, Adam West, West Batman. George, George Reeves. George Reeves. Yeah. TV. Yeah. That's George Clooney. 
Now, no. we already know. Come on. We already know. George Clooney Batman was good. Superman and <coughs> Chuck Norris had a battle themselves, and the loser had to wear their underwear on the outside of their clothes in perpetuity. So he already lost to a regular man. Superman Chuck. got beat by Chuck Norris, has to wear his underwear on the outside of but his clothes. But he wears his underwear on the outside of his clothes. Because of the battle with Chuck uh-huh. Norris. It's Batman all the way. So you got a Batman, Batman, you got a Batman. Superman. Superman. He's a Superman. Wow. We have no winner once again. It's a straight up tie. That's it. You Can we it? have a tiebreaker? Is there a way to have a tiebreaker? Yeah, Captain America becomes a tiebreaker. Yeah. No, it's a tie. That's it. We got four people here, and that's it. We don't have a winner once again, but uh, because I'm not changing my mind, he's a superman. The other guy is just a regular man. Kryptonite. And what are you saying? That's it. He loses. Becomes less superman. Than a man. Superman could give him a punch, one punch, while he's going for the kryptonite, and that it's would be already enough. on him. He can't get within 15 feet of him. He starts to feel weak. There's no, there's no way he gets the punch off. Is it known that that is 15 feet? Is that limit 15 feet, or is it closer? Because if you can Are get you changing closer, your answer? No, no, no. I'm just asking. Stop making the argument for them. They already have their minds made up. We need to bring them over to well, our su- side. Superman has Supergirl, Superboy. Batman has Robin. Robin. So the worst, kind, worst case scenario, Superman has How better backup support. But you know who will always put Batman in his place? Catwoman. Nine times out of ten. I feel. I ba- think Catwoman would. I feel beat bad Superman watching and Batman. I feel bad watching Gotham. I've never watched because the girl it. that plays Cat is so cute, and she's not legal for another six months. Oh no! <laughs> the fact that you know that makes you a pervert. <laughs> yes, I have no problem with that. We are not on the CigarAuthority.com. We're not broadcasting, just so you know. But we're out here on on Facebook. But these are things you got to watch. So whatever happened last week is the same thing happening right now. Um, what else? So let's go to break. While we have the problem, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, uh, last week we smoked a blind cigar without uh, the band uh, for Cigar Journal magazine. And uh, we decided what we thought about it. And um, we know the answer now. We know the answer. So we're going to uh, give you the answer, and we'll see if any of us uh, got it or even came close. What's up in the cigar world? Barry's got the details. And wait till you hear the offer of the day. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. So does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed Off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. And we are back, live from the Fu Dominicana Cigar Studios. We're not live, but anyway, uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Did I mention the 2016 Ambassador of Cigars in a weekly broadcast, now almost seven years running, about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Last week, blind cigar number 1669. 1669. What was it? I have my paperwork here somewhere. Sorry, everybody. Just can't get it together. I lost it. Barry, do you know what it was? Um, I don't remember. 
Well, that's enthralling. I remember it was something from General. Oh, my God. I had a little piece of paper here, and someone took it. Little square piece of paper. That's what happened. Someone, someone reached into your folder, and they took I it. I don't know. I don't know. So say something, Mr. Jonathan. All right, I'll uh, do something. Here, I'll take a, uh, an opportunity to read a mailbag here. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Good afternoon, gentlemen, and Mr. Jonathan. All jokes aside, I would like to applaud Mr. Jonathan for actually getting something right. I believe two weeks back on the Smoking Unicorns episode, he sneezed into his antisubal space, also known as the elbow pit. One of my biggest pet peeves is sneezing, people sneezing into their hands and then not washing them immediately. If you are not wearing, uh, if you are not near a washroom or do not carry a handkerchief, then I believe the proper action would be to sneeze into the elbow pit. I thought this would be a good topic for Chuck's debonair piece on the proper way to cover a sneeze or a cough. Since I don't want this message to go to Mr. Jonathan's head, here's the digs. Stop pushing your broccoli revolution. Nobody in their right mind can possibly enjoy eating that over the cakes and sweets that have been sent over in the Absolutely last few weeks. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. I actually like the Food Authority as it reminds me of all the sweets I used to eat growing up in the States and can't get now. Living overseas, I would be thrilled to receive some of those packages that the, and these are in quotes here, not my words, boys, the fat boys have been getting the past few weeks. So lay off the preaching right. health kick and let the boys have their cake and eat it too. First off, there's no reason to go there. And it, it's almost like the N-word. You can't call us fat. It's offensive. It is very offensive. We can call ourselves that, but you can't. Unless you're, you're huge, and you'd have to be actually humongous. You'd have to be like the cigar we're smoking here when it comes to your body mass index. He continues, we watch every Wednesday from the cigar bar I run in Bangkok. Free plug, you say? Sure. It's called Whiskars. Your show- oh, I know it. You guys pre-play this on Wednesday in That's Bangkok. Right. We're big in Bangkok. Huge. Huge. Uh, your show has helped many people learn about cigars and everything surrounding them. Keep up the good work, minus the public service announcement about healthy eating. I don't Congrats think- on the award this year. It is well-deserved. Sincerely, Brian Charles in Bangkok. I don't think they make people in Bangkok this size. Definitely not. Not, right? They don't have it. So Don't, I don't, I don't, I don't they think- have uh, sumo wrestlers there? <laughs> All right. But it brings us to the cupcake. Oh, God. This is not just a regular cupcake. Look at this <sighs> cupcake. It, it has special meaning. Fails. It has special meaning to today's show because Barry's going on his honeymoon, and these were the, this was the wedding cake yes. of the wedding. Are you saying Which that, you missed? that we're, we're eating month-old cupcakes right here? No, no, we've got new ones. New ones. Because usually you leave the wedding right after the cake to go on your honeymoon. Which is what's perfect on this. I have, the, and there were three choices. And I went with, with you went with the, yes, the pumpkin is what I went with. But yet I have the carrot cake with a little pumpkin on the top, which is perfect because this is the season right now of pumpkin and things. So there's a little gummy bear type of Gross. pumpkin on the top. I gave my gummy to uh, Barron's, who I believe went with the red velvet. It's all about the red velvet cupcake. And uh, I went with the carrot cake because it is the closest thing to a vegetable that was offered <laughs> to me. And uh, 
It looks like this is a homemade cupcake that probably does not have the preservatives that I object to. This is to. not homemade at all. It's not homemade, it's not homemade at no, all. No, but it's made, it's made from a cupcake place, and these things have a shelf life of a couple of days, or they go bad. So there is no crap in it other than carrots and a little sugar. And so I'm going to indulge in the carrot cupcake. There are cupcake connoisseurs, and they had that show Cupcake Wars on the Food Network. And uh, I actually went to one of the shops that was on that show that won. And let me tell you, it was a fantastic, fantastic cupcake. This is a fantastic cupcake. It's pretty good. By the way, the cigar that we smoked was the Hoya La Amistad. Mm. Yeah. Hoya de Monterey, their new one, La Amistad, uh, which I had never had before. And... um, I gave it an 89. If you remember, I had some uh, quality issues. Yeah, the draw under, was underfilled. Yeah, too loose on too yours. Too loose of a draw. Uh, nice taste to it, though. But you guys gave it into the 90s. Mm-hmm. And We're, just to let you know, we are back to broadcasting live on the CigarAuthority.com. Thank you, Barry. But, but nobody's there. No. <laughs> they were all on right. Facebook. Yeah. They're all gone. But once the show is complete, it will be there in its entirety. The one, the one saving grace. I just want to say, strike two. So you're all getting nervous. You should be. Saving Grace is at least you had a cupcake. Making me feel better. (laughs) And you're wondering I don't lose weight. You don't want me to. Yeah, he's a stress eater. I keep telling Heidi I want to lose weight, and then she goes out and buys 15 cupcakes. You don't have to eat all of them. Who's being nice enough to hand them out, so make sure you save one for Dave's wife. This is how those fat guys are. We blame other people for our overweightness, which... Is really have other people's problems. Love us the way we are, right? I do. Thank you. I love you both exactly the way you are. The ladies love the big guys, too. You've seen, I don't believe it, but you've seen me on a diet before. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Not good for anyone. No. It's probably better for my health, I guess, but it's not good. It's probably- it aggravates me. Stress kills. If I go on a diet, I'm stressed. So you don't want to diet. And get stressed. Yeah, I don't want to get stressed. Yeah. So I eat. No excuse, but it's like what when I a, do. When a cigarette smoker tries to quit smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Nobody yeah. likes a quitter anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, great cupcake. Who was this? That this was is, delicious. This is the Cupcake 101. Cupcakes 101. It's a sweet shop. It's good, right? They must have more than just cupcakes there. That was fantastic. They do. They have a lot of candy. My issue <laughs> isn't so much the sugary sweets. It's the preservatives that they put in those prepackaged Hostess. And it makes them stay fresh. <laughs> that's, that's the whole idea of it. If the, the goal shouldn't be to make it stay fresh. It should be to make it with let less it, of ingredients. But let it go bad it. and let it mold and let it rot and let it get bad and you get sick let from me, it. Let me ask you this. Someone brings cookies to your house. Yep. Do they last long enough to go bad ever? No. Someone brings you cupcakes or a cake. Does it last long enough to go bad? No, but something that would be a snack on a shelf. As an entrepreneur, you buy the, the snack items, and after a day, you'd be throwing them away because they went bad. So they got to last. So they put some preservatives in them to preserve. They're and not what, And what if some of the preservatives go in you and preserve you also? It is a preservative. And now, therefore, we would be preserved a little longer. After it kills you, they use less embalming fluid. Before, when they used to not (laughs) use preservatives, people used to die in their 30s. And now we live longer. Maybe it's the preservatives. Maybe it's the preservatives that end up... I'm on to something. There's something here. I like the way you think. Out of your freaking mind. And then we're having carrot cake. It's carrots. 
It's got preservatives in it to make it there was no longer, preservatives less in stress that. to make it so I'm not stressed because the broadcast isn't going as well as could be. There's a lot of positives here. You got to look for the positives. You buying any of this? <sighs> not even a little. No, not even a little. And maybe because you eat so healthy and there's no preservatives in what you eat, that's why you're withering away. And you're losing all this you weight. You're not looking healthy. You're disappearing healthy. because you're not eating preservatives. You're not looking healthy. You're From not the guy that's getting a cold. Not looking healthy. My who co- my who co- made you soup? He made me soup. He made me soup. And it made you feel Nikolai better. Nikolai Volkov soup, not just the regular stuff. That's the, right. The stuff from Nikolai Volkov that told us. But, uh, yeah, well, whatever. Let's not find out what's up in the cigar world. Brought to you by Barry Stein. It's time for What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. All right, so this week the cigar news is the first victim of the FDA is little-known El Dallara Cigars. The owner of the company announced this week it was shutting down its operation as FDA regulations will make business too difficult for small companies such as his. All right, so there's a little cigar company. I don't even know what it is, but it's a small company out there. It's the first one to end up going, which just says to me that they decided that they're not going to go through the paperwork and everything for the possibility of being shut down anyway. I think it is the first of many. And we're going to see lots and lots of this. Very, very unfortunately, I hate to see it, especially small business guys that I think they've been around for a couple of years. So they put two years of effort into something. um, And here it's going. They were at the trade show this year. That expense and money that was put into that. And now they end up saying, okay, we've decided we're going to not go forward and go into uh, restaurant business, I heard. Restaurant and beer. Restaurant and beer. Might as well go in the alcohol yeah. business because there's not, enough, there's not regulations in that. Yeah. Un- so, un- un- yeah. Realistically, there's, yeah. can't, that, it shouldn't be like that. Um, they, they're, well, if they're going to go after cigars, they're going to start going after other stuff, I feel. Oh, of course. And I, I can only imagine what would happen if they decided to go after the craft beer industry the way they went after our industry. Uh, and, they, and they went after our craft yeah, cigar industry. It, it, they we, didn't go after the big guys. Yeah, it is a craft. Yeah. And, and it, it takes talent. These are talented people who have spent their lives working towards building their brands and getting those cigars out that we all love to smoke. And now they're just disappearing. It's yep. unfortunate. Buy them, buy them up, folks. Also in FDA news, Altatus has announced they are raising their prices due to user fees. The average price increase is just under 5% with a few SKUs coming in at a 10% increase. This is the second price increase this year for this company. Okay, so 10% increase on a $10 cigar is a dollar per cigar. Um, Here it comes. This was the argument uh, early on as we were fighting uh, for this regulation not to happen, and consumers said, I'm going to get cigars no matter what. The point is that you will ultimately pay the price. It's going to trickle down to you, and here it is. Um, and they're not the first. I mean, this has happened with a lot of companies. By the end of the year, every company will be going up in price because it's that dramatic. So here it comes. <clears throat> LRTista announced this week that the Big Poppy has begun shipping. 
and that David Ortiz will be at select events. We hope to have David Ortiz here on the Cigar Authority when he visits Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, on a date that is yet to be determined. Dying to try the cigar. People have asked me, have you tried the cigar? What do you think of it? Because we ordered a lot of boxes of the cigars to come in. But no, we haven't tried it because there was no sample, and it couldn't be because he wasn't allowed to actually put the cigar out until um, he um, retired from baseball. This is a a Major League Baseball type of thing, not FDA. Now the point would be you couldn't try the sample. But at the show, you could have, but you couldn't because of Major League Baseball. We have no idea how the cigar is, but we know it's going to run at $11 per cigar. The cigar should be in this week. We will start selling the cigar immediately, uh, as everybody will that, that ends up ordering the cigar. We'll see how they are at, th- at that point. When Ortiz comes up, from what I understand, uh, for a heads up for the people that are interested in coming up to see him, um, we will have him somewhere separate from the show floor, and you will be buying a whole box of his cigars, which will run $199, and then you will go to meet him Take a picture with him. He'll autograph that box. He will not autograph a ball, a bat, or a jersey. The autograph will be to the box only. And you can meet with him, talk with him. It's going to be a one-on-one type of thing. Take a picture with him, whatever you need, and then go from there. But I've got high hopes for the cigar because we smoked the Polita. Yes. And it was was very good. I would shame to say surprisingly, but as we got into... um, the show, we were talking about different manufacturers that came out with cigar brands on the famous people. Uh, shockingly, it was a very good cigar for that kind of price. If, if this cigar is as good as that one, it's worth the 11 bucks. Absolutely. An argument could be made that Jose Blanco is the second victim of the FDA. Jose Blanco has put his wife, Emma, in charge of their company, Los Cumbres, who will now operate out of the Balkan nation of Macedonia instead of the New York tri-state area. She will focus on Europe, and the reason for the move is Jose Blanco took a position with E.P. Carrillo as senior vice president, citing the uncertainty of the FDA regulations. The move is curious to me, as EPC did not come on market to 2009, meaning his brands will have the same issues with FDA. All right, so uh, Jose Blanco is Senorial Cigars, if you know uh, that brand, Senorial Jose Blanco also was with Miami Cigar way back when La Barry was in La Aurora. Yep, he was the director of sales. And then he moves on from there to... Um, Hoya de Nicaragua. Hoya de Nicaragua with a CYB. Yep. Correct. Cigar brand that was called something before that. Blanco. Blanco. Yeah, which had to go away because... <laughs> It was taken. Yep. How crazy yeah. was that? Cuenca was owned by a cigar shop in Florida that had issues with the name forcing them to change. Okay. So then they made it CYB. That soon goes away. Uh, then he jumps ship and he goes to see his cousin, Hochi Blanco, in the Dominican Republic where he makes a senorial along with other brands that he came out with, right? He came out with a couple more. Uh, Freja, which is his wife's blend. Yes. And then he has uh, Senorio in a couple of different formats. Okay. Now, that's, this move is interesting to me because EPC has kind of taken, Ernesto Perez Carrillo has kind of taken a backseat and is not traveling as much. Yeah. So they could have a new face to their brand because we know Jose likes to talk and he likes to travel and he likes to go around putting on seminars. I so would, he could I would be, say that's his forte, to be honest with you. He's uh, a great speaker. Yeah. yeah. He likes it. He's an older guy now that... Um, and um, his, him and his wife are living in separate cu- countries at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and she's not going to let the brand go away. She went to Macedonia. 
Macedonia, and she previously worked in Europe as uh, head of marketing, I think, for Swedish Match. Right. So Macedonia, not a big cigar smoking, uh, not the capital of cigar smoking. By any stretch. No. And uh, so, you know, will that cigar live and breathe and, st- and stay alive uh, despite FDA in other countries? Yes, it could. And maybe she can have a, a decent living, but he's decided not to even um, promote his own brand, but to promote somebody else's, uh, which is E.P. Carrillo. As Barry said, here's a brand that was not around in 2007. It didn't come out to 2009. Um, it, it says to me that he is going to at least attempt, E.P. Carrillo is going to at least attempt to uh, put it through. Put, put it, it through. through. Very costly. Yep. You know, and in the cigarette industry, only three companies have ever been able to prove, or three brands have ever been able to prove uh, substantial equivalence. Out of 3,000. Out of 3,000. And it was insane. all the same brand. Yep. Yeah. It, it was all Newport. There, there was even a cigarette company who tried to put out a new brand, but the, the cigarettes were the exact same as an existing brand. And it did not get approved. Did not even get approved. 100% the same, and it was denied. Yeah. So most likely, these things aren't going to get through. So uh, people, are, people are asking now of what is, um, who is going to end up even attempting to put their cigars through, um, knowing that most likely it's not even going to go through anyway. Well, you've got big, bigger companies that are going to at least make the attempt, mm. I think. You've got companies like Davidoff and maybe Padron that have the pockets that are deep enough. Maybe Perdomo. They've got deep enough pockets where the costs associated with trying to put a couple of cigars through, I don't say they go for their entire portfolio at first, but test it out with a couple of blends and see if that works, and then they're not financially strapped. But you've got smaller companies, they're not going to be able to afford to do it. I think as a, as a consumer out there, if you're a cigar consumer and you're looking at it, now's the time. If you are interested in a certain cigar... Buy heavy. And it's small. It's a small brand out there that hasn't been around since 2007. Stock up. <coughs> That's what I would say to you. Stock up now <coughs> because us retailers, we have to actually buy these cigars. If, and in order for us to buy the cigars, we know that our dates uh, is 2018. That it has to be off the shelf. It's actually contraband at that point. It has right. to be removed and not allowed for us to sell that product anymore. So you may start seeing retailers starting to discontinue. I talked to a lot of retailers starting to discontinue those things that they don't think are going to end up getting through. Come January 1st, we're going to actually know exactly who put their stuff through and who didn't put their stuff through. And then, then well, who it's gonna, attempted to put it through. Attempted. We won't know if they got through yet. No. And, and, and most likely, they're not going to get through. But at least they have the two years. But the ones that don't even put it, we actually have that, those cigars are done as of January 1st. Right. So they can't sell that cigar anymore. So the ones that are on the shelf, what happens? Does that cigar become valuable at that point? Here it is, the last chance you can ever buy that cigar. More value? Or does it become in the discount bin because it's over? This interesting. Is a, this is a dead would brand. A brand. Would a brand like Padron that is typically a collector's item, you know, you've got people saying, oh, I still have a box of the Millenniums, and it's a very valuable cigar. People would pay a lot of money to be able to smoke that cigar again. Does Damaso fall under that category of somebody saying, you know what, I grabbed 10 boxes of them and sat on them? They, cannot, they cannot sell them. Legally. Legally. They cannot sell them. 
I'm, I'm saying it is if you love the cigar. That's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. This is it. If you want to turn it into a business, it's it's an Ill, illegal business. I don't think you don't have a tobacco license to sell correct. sell it. And if you do have a tobacco license, it's illegal for you to sell it. Nobody sitting on millenniums is looking to unload boxes and sell them, but they are sitting on them because they have a value to that person. Yeah. So you have a special occasion and you have a box of millenniums. You open it up for your daughter's wedding and yeah. maybe the groom gets. So one. you're you're the cigar geek. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'd say I'd say that people once they realize that these cigars are going to go away, they're going to be. Very It'll be 2019 by the time yeah. that happens. So they'll they'll be selective in what they're buying, I think, and they're going to hoard up as much as they can things that they know that are going to be worth more or something that they love to smoke. They're going to buy crazy amounts of. Uh, it's something that I would do, for sure. Uh, say if a uh, brand of cigars that I loved was going away. Say it's I, Liga I, Pavada. Stu- Liga Pavada doesn't make the date. You're going to start stocking up on Liga Pavada because it's now or never. If it was my number one favorite cigar, then yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. If, and if, you're going to buy them at full price? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's how, it would, that's how I'd imagine it to be. Because I think the retailer is going to dump. I think. In order to get rid of stock. Get rid of right? it. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck with it. Right. I think that Try to get your money back. I yeah. think that you're thinking about it differently than the average retailer is going to think about it. They're going to try to cash in and maybe even raise the price of those collectible Ugh, items. That's tough. That's tough. It's like a balancing act almost. But eventually they're going to have to pull the plug on the raise price. Because right? eventually it's going to become pump and dump. Then they... they Wish you can, you can get what you were supposed to get for it, and then wish you could get what was at the at the very end of it. Listen, I lived through 1997. The cigar boom was over. There was a ton of cigars that were out there, and these cigars were going for a dime and a dollar. So I'm just telling you from past experience, who knows if that's the way it goes. The circumstances were different. It was just the cigar boom was over, but people were paying less for cigars that were going out of business, not more. There was nobody out there saying, oh, they're not making this brand uh, Don Crapo anymore, so I want to buy Don Crapo. Let, let, let me pay extra for it because the brand went away. It was the opposite. The, the stuff was in, you know, $49 boxes and things really? like that ended up happening. So finally, yep. uh, to all our California listeners, which is the most popular state for the Cigar Authority, mm. be sure to vote no yes. on Proposition 56. Proposition 56 seeks to raise the tax on cigars by 145%. So it is important for you to vote no. Vote no. Vote no. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian broadly fillet tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? My ash fell off. An hour into it, Finally. 50 minutes into it, the ash fell off. That's insane. Mm. <laughs> it's asylum. And what are we, um, a third of the way, maybe? I got, if that, yeah, I got about a quarter of the way. Five inches left. I think I'm an inch in. Okay, yeah. so. I'm a fan of the half, so I got four and a half inches. Yeah. That's what I hear about you. <laughs> so, Barry, going on a honeymoon in uh, just about five minutes. Yeah, the limo guys are already here. I think Heidi already loaded up the limo with the help of the driver. At least I hope the driver helped. And uh, heading to Miami for a week and then a week in the uh, Eastern Caribbean. All right. You're going to do cigar stuff when you're in Miami? Yeah, I mean, Heidi and I met over cigars, so we're going to do a little bit. I know uh, Jason over at Miami Cigar 
Monday morning, he's going to have cafe con leche and pastelitos for us before we head down to the Keys for the day. Oh, you're going to Key West? Uh, no, I'm going halfway. Isla, okay. Isla Mirada, basically. Okay. Nobody really. Isla La Mirada, however yeah. you pronounce it. Basically, that's most people only go that far south. Okay. When you live in Miami. Because uh, I, I think right now is that crazy right. sex fest thing or whatever. Yeah, the Halloween festival. <laughs> yeah. The sex fest? Well, everybody's naked, and they yep. paint clothes on people. People, yep. And, and, and people that shouldn't be naked and people that right. shouldn't be naked. That's have... all the way down in Key West. Okay. I mean, won't be going that far. Everybody dresses up and strips down? Yep, a lot of body paint. Wow. Yeah, body paint, and, and that's it. All that. Yeah. What do you, what do you, I'd go. What do you paint your junk so it doesn't look like your junk? Elephant. Yeah. There's elephants. Uh, yeah. There's all right. Pinocchio. Yeah. If you're happy, you're there. You know. Or in Jonathan's case, an inchworm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Come on. You know he's, he's going to oh, miss it. And he's pretty fast. <sighs> he is quick. He's quick. That's what I hear about him anyway. I'm going to have to stop practicing. I've, I've lost it because I know Barry's got it all the time that, to jump all over you. And, I'm, I'm going to miss this for two weeks. Two weeks. So. You're going to come back, and you're going to have a lot to report from us when we do. But right now, let's report the asylum 6 by 80 What do you think so far? A lot, of, a lot of flavor, um, really, really slow smoke. Get your money's worth in terms of per hour. Per, I'll you know? say. And uh, it's actually not bad. It, it doesn't taste bad. It tastes no, really good. It is I like good. it. How about a torpedo? It's too late. It's too late, but a torpedo, this, it'll be smaller in your mouth and would still have the same exact cigar. Well, the Puros Indios had yes, that torpedo with the pre-cut. Yes, it does. With the 66 ring gauge, I think yeah. it was. This is the genius of Christian Aroa. Orange. Yeah. Puros Indios and what's going to happen. Orange Pico Tea is the flavor I gotcha. that I'm getting. I, I drink that daily, so mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get it. I'm getting a nice, a, a nice sweet pepper, like, you know, sweet red pepper. Yeah. And... It's like a, a combination of cedar and uh, chocolate-covered raisins, almost, for me. I don't know about the chocolate-covered raisins, but I agree on, on uh, all the rest there. I got the goobers. Yeah? The goobers? Yeah, that was with nuts, though, wasn't it? Goobers was the nuts. And, and nuts. raisinettes was the... Yeah, yeah. correct. But I got a little goober Raisinettes with the raisin? Go figure. I don't know. It's amazing. How... Uh, the other <laughs> thing I noticed... <laughs> yeah, I figured you were more of a chunky guy. I like the chunky. Real Hopefully Heidi likes the chunky. Real yeah. quick, I did notice that this this smoke... she likes the tuna can, obviously. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the smoke is very very cool, but you put your hand over the ash, and that's got oh, some yeah. heat Throwing to some it. Heat. Yeah. You could sit outside during the winter and just keep yourself warm wow. with this. That's it. That's the, this is a heater. It's a heater. It's a heater. That's what it says here in New England. It's a heater. Okay, so that's it. We're going to go to break. And, uh, Barry, have a great trip. Thank Heidi, have a, have a nice time. Thank you. Uh, on their honeymoon, we'll be back, but we'll continue to smoke this monster of a cigar and uh, let you know uh, as it progresses, if there's much change or whatever. Um, who's going to get to the band first? It's going to be a contest. It's going to be Derek. <laughs> really? It's going to be me. Sucking that thing down. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, see that because it's always a contest. Uh, people are chiming in in the mailbag, uh, especially from last week's uh, show. And uh, we got a debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison, even though he is not here. That is it. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. I finally.
finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. Diavo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For aging rum Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales 
where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stump. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to Magic Camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh-degree imperial yo-yo master. It's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back broadcasting with the second hour, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios, a two-guy smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire, some of uh, view a mail coming up and, a, and uh, not another cigar. We're going to actually smoke the same cigar we've been smoking because we got at least another hour with this bad boy. I'm not even halfway done. There we go. I haven't I noticed you haven't been touching up. I have once. Once? At the beginning to, get, right. it, to get it going good. So what's to say? How good is that? Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you smoke these behemoths along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our new feature, the Facebook Live function where you can watch us live right on the Facebook page. Asylum, six inches by 80 ring gauge if you're just tuning in. 80 Ring gauge is what we're smoking. You it's forget how big it is until you put it in your mouth. Right. Giggity. Yeah, as big as it is in your hand, when you put it in your mouth, it's, it's kind of obnoxious. Uh, but it's got a good taste. It's got qualities to it. It's not just a bland cigar. People look at a cigar like this, too, also think it must be strong. No, it's not it's a not. strong it's on cigar. It's uh, Very nice. My, my tea has gotten a little sweeter, and there's a little milk in the tea. Ah, it's a creamy component. A little, little milk in the tea. Okay. Um, the offer of the day. So uh, we're going to give you now the offer of the day. It's time to hear the Don Raphael offer of the deal. Offer of the day brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? So today, where do I have it here? Is pee in a fan. <laughs> is the fan pointing away or toward? Toward you. You own the fan. Okay. You've thought this out. Yep. You own the fan. It's yours. So you know you're going to have to clean up after or not. Or not. Do whatever you what want. what you're into. You're going to pee inside of it, which means it's going to come at you. You're going to do it. And it's 50 bucks. Uh, I'm going to answer for Barry first. Absolutely. And he won't clean it after. There's no way he's cleaning it. Uh, Heidi would end up cleaning it. And uh, I would do it. And your clothes, you're going to get yep, whatever. Whatever, you throw them in the wash, 50 bucks, I'm in. I was about five years old. You've done it. Yeah. You did it. I did it. 
I did it, but it was for free and out of my own stupidity. And I, I would do it again because, from what I recall, it wasn't that bad. Yeah? Yeah. 50 bucks? It doesn't yeah, come back bucks. as warm, I bet. No. It comes back a little on the cold side. Yeah. Well, you don't get as soaked as you think, you know? It, it, your, your urine has some weight to it, but the blowback is, you know. It might go in your face. Yeah. What about you? 50 no. bucks? No. No. A <laughs> hundred. Right. The cleanup. I don't know. hundred maybe. Maybe a hundred. A hundred yeah. and another box of cupcakes. Yeah. He would okay. do it for the cupcakes. There we go. Cupcake. So that's the uh, Don Raphael offer of the day. It's an easy one. Uh, think about it. Would you do it? I'm, uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> So um, Derek was asking me uh, during the break about coffee. He asked how I got the coffee to taste sweet without putting any sugar in it. And the whole key to coffee is temperature. Temperature has to do pretty much with everything, from storing your cigars to brewing coffee. So you have the AeroPress, if I'm not mistaken. If you boil the water to 212 degrees and you pour that over the coffee, it's too hot. And it pulls all of the acidity out of the coffee and into the water. You want that acidity to stay in those grounds. So the lower the temperature, the better. You want to be somewhere between 170 and 190. 190 is pushing it. And the machine that we have here, we have a temperature control to 185 exactly every single time. So it doesn't matter what coffee we put through there. It's going to be sweeter than if you made it in a regular home coffee pot. This was fantastic. And I've been trying to make that perfect cup at home for so long and I, I had no idea it had to do with the temperature of the water. Use a meat thermometer take it to 175 180 and then pour it over by the time it hits the ground you're going to drop to 170 and this is the whole secret to cold brewing because I was just going to ask that question. Cold, so what brewing, about brewing on that? cold brewing never gets above the 50 degrees. It comes out of the tap or you pour it out of a, out of a bottle and that water is very cool and it goes in the fridge and sits there for a couple of days and only the sweet comes out of the coffee because sugars are water-soluble. And that was a very smooth cup of coffee. Thank there you, we Jonathan. Go. I welcome. like it. Very good. Jonathan, not, not taking nothing away from your blend that you no, do, that's all which right. has a, has a um, chocolate component yep. to it. That's the Ethiopian mocha sadama, not to be confused with mocha sadamo, which does not have the chocolatey component. Really? Uh, but yours seems to be a higher caffeine content than this does. For me, five cups of coffee. It's a lot. I, and I'm good. Uh, I liked it. Whatever's going on in this thing, uh, what, what country is this from? This is Honduran. Honduran? Very good. Honduran. And I remember having Honduran coffee with Christian Aroa that they would uh, make every morning when, when I was down there and liking it. I'm, I'm big into coffee. See, the of, reason. Of the different things. May, and maybe another thing is that we've been having the same coffee over and over sure. and over. The Something first time different. I ever had your coffee, I was like out of my mind. Holy God, how right. can this possibly be? So breaking it up, just like cigars. You love a cigar. Get on to something else, then go back to it, and you maybe enjoy it better. So that's that. Um, normally would be would be uh, lighting our cigar up and stuff brought to you by Podomo. We're going to make it up to him next week. Because yeah, on are. next week's show, we're going to smoke not one cigar, not two cigars, not three cigars, four cigars in two hours. Don't try this at home, folks. We're professionals. So we're, That's actually not true. Wait, but we, we say we are. Uh, during the uh, break... Uh, Barry was getting up, and he noticed under your foot, hidden away under your foot, was that little piece of paper. Hidden away. Hidden away I under stole your foot. It. I stole it, and I hid it under my foot. Taking it away from me, uh, Mr. Jonathan gave it a 94. Barry gave it a 93. Derek gave it a 92. I gave it an 89. It was the Hoya 
La Amistad. Amistad, yeah. Amistad Robusto. And um, it is an interesting cigar because it was actually blended by A.J. Fernandez. And this was a collaboration cigar we had talked about the previous week to that. Yep. We were talking about collaboration cigars. This was one, and I mentioned during that show I hadn't smoked it yet. And here it was. I had smoked it, but I didn't know because <laughs> it, it had uh, just a number on it. And um, General Cigar has put it out, part of the Hoya de Monterey, but then again, a, a problem cigar because it actually did not come out before. So who knows what ends up happening. I understand that A.J. Fernandez um, has sold um, the bulk of the company to um, General Cigar already. Really? That's what I heard. Am I, wow. am I talking out of school here, maybe? Probably. Probably. Someone, I'm sure, uh, told you don't say this on the show. Maybe, but <laughs> I don't remember who told me or anything, but I had heard that uh, A.J. Uh, sold a portion of the of the company to him to them and um that company does not buy a portion that what usually happens is they buy a portion today and at the end of the year at the end of next year or whatever we they have the right to buy the rest uh, that's how they acquired general cigar in the first place and then they end up buying the rest so wow. they're not looking for partners that's for sure no so um you know who, know, who knows what's happening i there. can't i can't wait to go back and look at what you had written down for all the predictions absolutely so and and i'll tell you and i've been hearing some other podcasts talking about it now they're starting to come around because you're starting to see these things happen that i've been talking about for quite a while of what's happening and it's not that they're slow on the uptake of understanding what it is i actually lived through through some of these things that happened before and i remember getting into the cigar business 1985 and there was a man called lou rothman lou rothman owned a company called jr cigar now that's a was sold off to um, Altadas, who owns that company now, but I would talk with him and I would hear things about him of what he says is going on or see moves that he was making and look at it and say, these are the craziest moves. Why is he doing it? And then a year later, it made all the sense in the world, but because he had been in the business longer than I was, he actually could see what's happening. So it's not a crystal ball of what's happening. It, it's, it's writing on the wall. Yeah, because of the historical things that happened in the past. Do I know that they're going to buy A.J. Fernandez? I don't know, but I know because of what they have done in the sure. past. So then, And it doesn't make sense that they would want to be a giant company like that. Let's be partners with this guy. Well, Why? No, just take them all, and that's what they will end up doing if that's the way that was going. That's what I had heard. Had heard anyway. If I'm talking out of school, I'm sorry, uh, but that's what I had heard. Me- Listen, there's many things going on right now. Lots of rumors in the rumor mill. As well. Oh my God! Because, but they're, they're more than rumors. These things are going on. People are talking with other people because uh, deals are being made. So what is going to happen to these to these people? Uh, will they acquire them if they? acquire somebody, they may be just acquiring them to get them out of the business. So the brand does go away. People buy companies and actually destroy their own company because they want their shelf space. It's cheaper, yeah. It's cheaper to buy it than it is to To compete compete with them. So you're Especially see, stuff that is, that is predicate date. Yeah. So this is, you know, more business style than it is cigar industry. It's not the cigar industry. It's any industry. It's just a business uh, thing that goes on there. So uh, uh, quickly, um, it is Halloween and uh, this weekend and lots of Halloween parties that are happening. We, we mentioned uh, Batman and Superman. Batman and Superman happen to be the one and two costume for boys, children, boys course so how about men 
What do you think the uh, number one or number two is for a man? Um, this year? Yeah. Probably the Joker, I would say. The Joker is number two. Very good. Ah, Joker I'm is number say two. This year is going to be Ken Bone, the guy that asked the question. He had the sweater on He's with not the tie. On the people yeah. are getting in the bone zone. Nope. Number one and three of all things is Batman and Spider-Man. Really? <laughs> in that order. Number one is Batman. Number two is the Joker. Number three is Spider-Man. So we're, we're kids, as it is, uh, going in there. Donald Trump comes in at number seven. Where does Hillary come in? She's not in there. Really? For men. But let's look at women's costumes. I think I know. What do you got? Harley Quinn. Absolutely. I don't yes. even know who that is. Harley Quinn. How... Who is Harley Quinn? Batman and the Joker have a new movie. Well, I don't think Batman was in this one. Suicide Squad, that new movie. I forget the name of the actress, but the main character, the actress, that's Harley Quinn. And she all dressed up, you know, like a schoolgirl and whatever with the pigtails. Gotcha. And I've I've seen a lot of pictures of Harley Quinn. Yeah. So Wonder Woman is for girls. Harley Quinn is number two. But when it comes to... Women, it's the opposite. Holly Quinn is first and Wonder Woman is second. Wonder Woman. Wow. Wonder Woman. That's an old one. It is an old one. Uh, Linda Carter. Who's Ray? R-E-Y. Coming in fourth for women. R-E-Y. Ray, Ray Charles? No. I don't know. No. Ray. I haven't heard I of that. I got nothing. They got Batgirl, Supergirl, Princess Leia, Pokemon, Catwoman, Spider-Girl. But Ray is number four. I didn't know who Holly Quinn or Ray was. Ray is number three for girls and number four for women. The, clo- the coolest one I saw for a woman on Facebook was a girl dressed up as a cat. And on her chest, it said, Control plus C. Oh. Control plus C. All the computer geeks get it right away. Copy? Copycat. Oh, I get it. Copycat. All right. How about for, for top men's costume in sixth place is Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, Deadpool. I see that. A lot of superheroes. Think, that's a superhero? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what that was either. It's like an anti-superhero. All right. So, but old stuff. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not all that old. They revamped the movie. Oh, really? Five Nights at Freddy's, number nine for... Uh, Boys' costume. This is enthralling radio, right? All here. right. Anyway, just looking at uh, what, what's out there. But I had heard that that guy with the sweater and all that stuff it doesn't show up on the uh, get into the bone uh, zone on the list at all. Uh, okay, looking through our calendar, going to be uh, an interesting show next week. We're going to smoke those four cigars and the cigar from the care package. Your care packages, folks, uh, have been shipped out. You'll be getting them this week, and we're going to smoke uh, one of those cigars on the show next week, which is November 5th. November 12th, Barry will still be away. He's going to be go- gone now for two weeks. I will plus be away. This, and you will be away also. So uh, Chuck is going to be here, right? Yeah. And it's me and Derek. God, yep. we hope so. That's it. <laughs> me and Derek. So uh, not only are we doing the show, but we have a special announcement dun, dun, on the dun, show. Uh, that we've been waiting to tell everybody, and we're going to wait until November 12th. You won't be here, but Derek's going to be here, and Derek's going to tell that special announcement. Tune in. Very interesting. Very interesting. And we have a special guest joining us at the show. And it coincidentally happened because he's going to come to town, but it's great that he's going to come here because he does a lot of talking, and that's we're going to need the help for, to get through two hours. Mr. Debonair himself, Phil Zangi, joins us live in studio on November 12th, and Barry's back on November 19th, and uh, still no Chuck, 
but we'll see how his honeymoon went. And uh, November 26th, no Chuck again. All these football games, this is what's going on here. And um, on the 26th show, you could have been a contender is the show. Cigars that didn't make it as a contender, but lots of cigars that came out. So we're going to talk about great cigars that came out this year that will or will not ever be on the market. So actually, they're going to be cigars that I would say to you, go out and get these cigars. You know, they may go away, go out and get them, because they, none of them made predicate date. Right. Um, what else we have? We have um, December 3rd. December 3rd show, we will make the announcement at that point that you can get into the contenders, um, into the um, care package. We're going to open up the care packages once again. Last time we did it, I think we did it for maybe four or five weeks. We got to about 500 people and we shut it off. We're going to do the same. We're going to open it up and get to 500 more people. And at the end of the year, we're going to actually shut it off again. So, uh, or if we hit 500, whichever comes first. So that is our additional. It'll be a thousand total. Yeah. So that's uh, what the calendar shows up right now. So I'll be watching for those shows. Mr. Jonathan, what do you got in the mailbag? All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Dear Cigar Authority, I love the show and enjoy listening to the podcast on my commute to work. It always helps me ease the stress of driving in Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Keep up the good work. I am writing in because on two occasions now, I've had a dark Sumatran slash Maduro cigar that had notes of wax and crayons. Mm. Might I say this is not a very pleasant taste. Nothing is more frustrating than setting down to enjoy. That's a southern expression, I believe. Setting, setting down. down not he really wrote it. I thought you said it wrong. Setting down <laughs> to enjoy a cigar, and it tastes bad. The first time this happened, it was a cigar shop's no-name brand Maduro, and I thought it was just a crappy $2 cigar. The second time it was, and I'm going to leave the brand name out, Maduro. Uh, is this normal? Maybe dark Sumatran Maduro-type cigars are not in my taste profile. Maybe not. But I wanted to ask if this is normal. I figured if anyone had picked up on this note, it would be Mr. J. Sincerely, Nate. Sumatra. I get a um, earthy component to Sumatra. Well, if it's real Sumatra, you're going to get the earthy component. And if it's something that they're saying is Sumatra and it's either been rushed and dyed or even the wrapper's been tainted with a mineral oil of sorts, or... You know something? So he says, Doc Maduro, there you go. So this is tainted cigars. A a tobacco leaf can only get so dark. And if you ever see the jet black, and we saw a couple of them this week... Yes, we did. ...of of things that came in, right? So we look at them. Oh, my God. You need to see some people get a little um, nervous of looking at the cigar. And, oh, my God. Um, Not that they don't sell. People buy these things, and yep. it's okay if that's what you end up liking, Adam. But if you look at a jet black cigar, that has been tainted in some way, and not necessarily in a bad way. When you say dying, it's a form of dying, but it's not a dye that does it. It's tobacco that did it. So you get stems of tobacco leaves. You put them in water, and inside the water, after uh, a few days, the water becomes black. Now take a brown tobacco leaf, soak it in the black water, you got to moisten the tobacco up again. Yep. And all of a sudden, it draws in that black water, which is tobacco, nicotine-laced, basically, sure, water. it's from the stems. Draws inside of it, and now you got a black leaf again. Now you roll the cigar. It, it has nic- nicotine to it. What were those stems? What tobacco right. was that? Because that, that drew inside of it also. And then you look at shiny tobacco. 
how does it have some sort of coating or something on it? Wax? Could it be some sort of mineral oil or something that ends up having that shine to it? Again, a cigar can only, a leaf can only have so much shine. Right. If it's jet black and it's super shiny, most likely it's gone through some sort of process that has it. And I personally stay away from that stuff. As do I. Not, mm-hmm. not to say I don't carry them and sell them because people ask for them and there's big brand names out there to do that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I have seen the process. I choose not to. You do. You like hot dogs, and you refuse to go to the hot dog factory Factory. because I don't want to look at it. You don't don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. It is because it will make the hot dog not taste good anymore. Because I'll have seen it, and that's what happened with this. I saw it. I didn't like what what would happen, and I'm out. I think you like hot dogs enough that if you found out they were made with puppy poop, you would still eat them. Yeah, I think that the, that is the one food anomaly that you would continue to I don't go know. to. I've been told by, by friends that said, oh, my God, I saw it. Don't go. <laughs> don't see it because I'll never have another hot dog again. I can't do chicken nuggets for that reason. You've seen I, it. I, I've seen the process in yeah. videos, and I can't. Yeah. Stay away from looking at this stuff. Don't look yeah. at it. I look, and that's why I don't eat it. Really? So that's why. So that's that. Uh, while you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be debonair and more denim, gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Do you need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with Wait for it. suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, Halloween etiquette. The Gentleman's Guide to Halloween. Handing out the candy. If you've lived in your house for one or more years, you probably have a good idea on how many children will come looking for candy. You want to be sure to purchase enough for each child to receive at least one piece. And add an extra bag just for good measure. If you end up finishing the evening with leftovers you don't want, you can bring them into the office the next day or donate them to your child's school or local charity. Next up, maintain safety. You should do everything you can to provide a safe environment for children to trick-or-treat at your home. Be sure to turn on your porch light and leave it on as long as you have candy to hand out. Be sure to remove all obstructions, including bicycles, skateboards, or other mobile equipment from sidewalks and walkways. If you have sprinkler heads or other structures that can't be removed, make sure they're visible so little ones won't trip and injure themselves. Decorating your home. If you want to decorate your house for Halloween, keep in mind that some decorations can frighten the younger children. Be a gentleman here. Avoid putting out severed limbs, loose eyeballs, even scary music until the tiniest kids have finished for the evening. If you really want to create a frightful setting and choose to continue handing out candy past 8 or 9 o'clock, that is the appropriate time to raise the fear level. End of the evening. If you've run out of candy or you simply have reached the point where you no longer want to answer your door, the appropriate measure here is to turn off the lights. This is the universal signal that trick-or-treaters should bypass your home. Keep in mind that most people are finished trick-or-treating by 8.30 or 9 o'clock. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum, the 
question, guys, every single time. Are you debonair enough? Here we go, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison. We don't get uh, trick-or-treaters anymore at the new house. The old house, we used to get a lot of them, but I got a long, long driveway, and nobody's making the trek up there. We have the candy, just in case. No, and, uh, and no. I do not donate it after. No, of course not. Yes. I, I almost laughed out loud when he said donate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't have trick-or-treating in my development. Yeah. Looks like a nice night that it's going to be here in New Hampshire, but overnight it's going to be into the 30s. So this would be me uh, as a little kid, my mother wear, making me wear my jacket over my Superman costume. Ma, it <laughs> ruins everything. But she would make me do it, wear the jacket. Um, okay, uh, early thoughts, early thoughts. We're an hour and a half into um, the Asylum 6x80. Derek has not asked yet. He's getting very close to the band. He's, he's got a little hook to it over uh, there. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd say he's four and a half inches into his six-inch cigar. Yeah, it, I'm thoroughly impressed with the construction of this cigar. I'm, I'm telling you, I've, uh, I, I thought it was going to be burning crazy and... You know, not staying lit, but it is, uh, and it, it's holding its ash. I mean, this thing isn't going anywhere. Yeah, and you have not touched it up. Haven't touched it yeah, up besides that one time, just, just to just get it the, lit properly. Mm-hmm. That's the that's when I do my touching up early on to get it so it burns good all the way yeah. through, as opposed to all the way through uh, of it. So yeah, Derek, no issues. Derek's going to try to reach I'm over try and reach here. Show oh, you. Is... All right, so he's going to show us. Um, the, the length of that cigar. Yeah, make right. sure you take care of our Facebook Live viewers too. Oh, They're yeah. the yeah, down here, here on Facebook go. Live. Boom. It's a lot of ash there. It's impressive. That, and that's going to be a mess when that falls. Oh, my God. There's it's a lot of like ash. Hiroshima went off. There we go. So, okay, um, we're going to continue smoking the cigar. He's going to end up having to take that band off in minutes. But when we come back, we got a classic three-way to get to. More in the mailbag. And did I mention the 2016 Ambassador of Cigars? So proud of it. Uh, Barry's gone, but we'll be back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time 
beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron. Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected. One I never saw before. Something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift. A gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. And we are back live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Barry is probably pulling up to Boston's Logan Airport right now, tuning into the Cigar Authority, getting ready to begin his voyage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking a monstrous cigar. It is the Asylum 13 6x80 ring gauge. 
Don't try this at home. Actually, do try it at home. You know what? Flavor-wise, it is spectacular. It's just the ring gauge. Don't you got to do thing. it once, though? You got to do it. You've never yeah, done it? I never, no, this is the first time I've done it. First time. So it's good you did it, right? Yeah, it's good to try new yeah. things, you know? You got to try everything once. Say it's the, the springtime, it's May, and all those bugs are outside in your house or something. In your house? Outside your house. Okay. The, the May bugs, those little the pesky flies, things, yep. and they stay away from smoke. You light this bad boy up, I think you take care of four or five people sitting around you. A lot and, of they're smoke. Not, and they're not complaining because the smoke is aromatic. A lot of smoke. Yeah. Took the band off? I took the band off, and I forcibly removed the ash. It took a little pressure to get that off there. That was hanging on pretty tight. There we go. I'm going to take the band off this, too. I, I'm using it almost like a coaster, the, the thing that goes, the sleeve that goes over the hot cup of coffee to keep your hands so it doesn't yeah, get too yeah, hot. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's time. It's ready to hit it, and I don't want to burn through the band. On this, Mr. Well, Jonathan's going a little slower than us. Yeah, you guys, you guys uh, aren't doing as much talking, I guess. Not true. Not true. But uh, what a cigar here. What a cigar. And uh, I was thinking uh, this was going to go three hours. It's probably a good two-hour Solid. Smoke. Solid yeah, two hours. N- another half hour or so. I could, get, I could get another hour and a half easily out of this. I'm at the halfway point myself. I think that I have to take a hit every once in a while like a chimney and keep the thing stoked. But this thing ain't going out. No. no. Yeah, during the first break, I didn't touch it once, five, six minutes, and I picked it right back up, and it was like I never put it down. Right. It's going to stay, stay yep. going. Yeah, I of, usually tell people, you never stamp your cigar out. You know, when you're done with your cigar, you don't squish it like a cigarette would in the ashtray. It only smolders it and makes it start smoking. It gets worse. Just put the cigar down, and in a minute or two, it shuts off, and it's over. Not this one. This one's going to take five minutes to go out mm-hmm. so but still do the same don't squish it down put it down make sure it's in an ashtray or something yeah you, you end up opening up airways through it and it makes it smolder for a long time if you try to stamp it out yeah so anyway uh, let's look in the mailbag and let's take care of some of these they're piling up all right uh george writes through the contact us page of the cigar authority.com david georgie georgie David, I am also a member of the Cigar Journal Tasting Panel oh. since 2012 when I lived in Vienna. Okay. I now live in Rio de Janeiro and still very much involved with Reinhold and the magazine. I really enjoy your podcast with the blind tasting and your process for scoring the sheets. I travel to Boston maybe once per year, but next time I'm there, I will surely look you up and perhaps we can partake in a cigar together. Absolutely. All the best. George. Absolutely, George. Be honored to have you come up here, and uh, I'm gl- glad you liked it. I don't know if we're doing it right the way everybody else does it, but we gave the opportunity for Cigar Journal to hear us do it, and if we were doing it wrong, we'll know when we don't get the next set of cigars. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> <that's> not, yeah. <laughs> Which is okay, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Um, okay, right now, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! And it's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, 
medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44, which I wish we were smoking now, <laughs> to the absolutely insane 8x80, which I'm glad we're not smoking. That's right. That's asylum. Boys, there are lots of ways to pass the time while you're waiting in line. Smartphones, handheld games, or humming are all socially acceptable. Anthony, however, who was convicted on two counts of indecent exposure back in July, he had been accused of exposing himself to multiple bus drivers, and one of the conditions of his sentence was registering as a sex offender. But in his final moments of freedom, he would not waste time being in line, being bored stiff like everyone else. No, Anthony didn't have his phone or electronic game with him, nor did he have a song in his heart. What he had was his junk in his hand. He was promptly arrested and charged for the second time with felony indecent exposure. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, that's a dude with a serious problem. There we go. And uh, I know there's people from all around the world that listen to the show, 90 countries that listen. They must be watching our political um, circus oh, that we're having over here, laughing at us of what's going on. And Unbelievable. If, if it's possible that Donald Trump ends up winning, isn't it something that it's going to be Anthony Weiner And the guy, how perfect is that? His <laughs> last name is Weiner. You, you couldn't write this crap. If I did, if it was an old <laughs> Fart Freddy that I wrote, and that's what I've been thinking all week. If I wrote this as an old Fart Freddy, you'd say it's too far-fetched. We've got to change the wording on this. Yeah, button. it's just too ridiculous that this is the way this thing's going to play Donald out. Trump almost goes down because of the P word, and she goes down because of the wiener. And there you have it. Wow. My Poetic God. justice. It is. We have um, the Trump campaign headquarters of New Hampshire directly across the street from us. They were, yesterday was when that information came out, and they were like, <laughs> is there a parade going on, or what's going on over there? It was uh, happiness over there. We'll see if it takes them down, it takes her down, uh, and how this plays out. We only have nine days left, I believe. It's crazy. Nine days? I'll yeah. be glad when it's over. Oh, my God. I'll just be glad when my news feed goes back to people posting pictures of what they had for dinner and not who they want to vote for and why you're an idiot if you vote for the other person. Whatever. Yeah. Do, does he, uh, does Wiener go down as a uh, sex offender at that point? I, I don't know. 15-year-old, 15-year-old girl? Yeah, 15. That's, that's As long as he doesn't one. have his junk in his hand while he's waiting in line to register, he'll be okay. Yeah? Is that how that, that's going to play out? Okay. So what do you got in the mailbag, Mr. J? All right. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Keep them coming, folks. And Brian writes, hello, gentlemen, and Mr. Jonathan. Now, is there any need of that? Is there any need of that, Brian? There we go. I enjoy the premium cigars you all discuss, and I also enjoy a cigar while doing yard work around my Florida home. I've tried a number of yard gars out there, uh, as I have done, as I don't want to waste a top-quality one while working. However, most of these cigars I've tried leave an aftertaste like cat poop in my mouth. Do you have any recommendations for a good, inexpensive yard cigar, or am I just doing it wrong and need to wait until the job is done to enjoy a top-quality cigar? Thanks. First, First of all, how do you know what cat poop yeah, tastes Yeah, I was just like, going right? to say, you don't even have to jump in there. <laughs> but you would know, and people will say, how do you know what certain things taste like? Maybe you know the smell of it. You can imagine what it would taste like. Cat box is very yeah. ammoniated. It's cheap 
cheap cigars are made with cheap tobacco. That's and it. In order to keep the price down that low, you can't ferment the tobacco for as long because the price goes up. Time is money. So what I would say, if you're looking for an inexpensive cigar and you don't want that bad experience, don't get an inexpensive, long-filled cigar because that's what you're going to get. Time is money when it comes to tobacco, and they're not going to ferment it long enough, and things are going to happen. And that, you know, Get a mix-fill cigar that would be lower price, that would be aged tobacco within it. You're going to get away from that problem. The cigar is going to burn faster. It's not going to hold a long ash. Uh, and you're going to get what you pay for. So you get a $5 mix-fill cigar, it's going to burn twice as fast as a long-fill or $10 cigar. So they come out the same anyway. So I would say go to a long-filled, regular-priced Corona or something like that. You know, When I had my house, and now I live in a townhouse, thank God I don't have to mow the lawn anymore, but I had a riding mower, and while I was doing my yard work and mowing the lawn, I would light up an expensive cigar. I'd have an Atabay or a Padron and enjoy the cigar while I'm on the riding well, mower. Now, yeah. if you're in a walk-behind mower, it's a different situation. I'm not someone who can hold a cigar in my mouth for very long without gagging, so I would still get a better cigar and walk around and enjoy it, and you end up doing the yard work slower is the problem. So if you want to get the yard work done, do the yard work, have the cigar after, or just do like my Uncle Dave does and take your time, enjoy a good cigar, have an ashtray outside you can set it on, come back and forth to it. Yeah, These... Crappy cigars that seem like they're a good price. There's a reason. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm, I, I'm really not. I mean, I, I once did a, um, what do you do, the um, Cigar Spotlight. Yes. So back, back when I was doing the Cigar Spotlights, I, I did one on a brand that's our brand. It's, it's called um, Desperado. Desperado. I think I actually sing the Why song during. Don't you I think come I, to I sing senses. the song during the thing. But anyway, you, you, don't want, you don't want to look that up. But in it, I said, I'm really just not that desperate. And I put the cigar down and walk off. I own the brand. We sell a lot of the brand. Yes, we do. Uh, it's a very, very low-priced cigar, and there's somebody for all those things. And maybe that's what they are used for or whatever, but they're in boxes of, I think, 50. 40, 50, 50? Yeah. And um, not doing it. You know, it's, uh, I'm not going to enjoy it, so I'd rather go without and then wait until I want, I want to have a good one. You know, it doesn't, every cigar doesn't have to be $10 or more, but you find, perfect example is classic, right? Yep. So classic is a mix-fill cigar that's priced $3. Nothing wrong with it. It's aged, it's a top-quality manufacturer that makes it, it's a good cigar, and there you go. And whatever profile, if you want the, the Cuban-esque of the classic Cuban or the Connecticut as a mild or the Maduro or, or uh, whatever, it's, there's something there. But it, in order to get a cigar that low-priced, there's a reason. There's a reason. So I like the Maduro Robusto. I smoked it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was impressed with that. Yeah, very, very good cigar. Uh, but it's going to burn kind of fast. Yeah. You know, instead of getting uh, maybe 45 minutes out of a Robusto, it's going to go a half hour or so. So it's going to go faster. So you're going to, it ends up getting paid off to what it is. Uh, speaking of classic, let's do uh, the classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of Epic Rap Battles. But now it's time for the Epic Battle 
It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. So this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under. Get this under. $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today's October 29th, and the classic three-way, we only have uh, two of us up here. So I, uh, I predict a victory because I'm going to do something that I can't do with the other two. I'm going to play the man. I'm going to do an audible. Oh, yeah? And I am going to invite our audience to get together and have an answer. Now, there's three of them. There's three of them against one and one. But All Derek right. is our champion. You guys decide amongst you and just give me the answer of what you guys decide uh, of what it's going to be. We're going to go with Derek first. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to butcher this name of this guy up, but uh, I'm trying to figure out before I even say it. But uh, it's Dan Castellente. He's a voice actor, best known for his voice as Homer Simpson. Okay. What's a, how do you say his name? Castelletta? I Imagine I don't know what... I don't recall. You're anyway, like the biggest Simpson fan ever. He, he's the voice of Homer Simpson and many others in the Simpson characters, including Grandpa, uh, Bonnie Grumble, Krusty the Clown, and Mayor Quimby. And it's his birthday today. What year was he born? Derek? 1953. 53. And the audience... 52. Cheating. They don't have to write anything down. They can talk amongst themselves. All right. uh, 1969 is my guess. 69. So 69 is over, and 63 is going to be the winner. Derek, it is 60. It is 57. So without okay. going over, 53 is the winner. Derek gets the point. You see how it's played. Audience, you are going next. Dun, dun, dun. Winona Ryder. Winona. Win- Winona Ryder. Uh, had a breakthrough role as a teenager playing Linda in the film Beetlejuice. Also uh, playing a prominent role in such films as Mermaid, Edward Scissorhand, Bram Stroke, Great Dracula, Little Woman, Girl Interrupted. Uh, she's also uh, starring right now in the Netflix series Strange Stranger Things. What, 72, you guys all agree? 72. 64. Oh, Mr. Jonathan. Oh, nice try, Derek. 1970. 70? <coughs> 64. 64. Mr. Jonathan will take the point. See, you didn't think it's that easy. It's 71 without going over. And um, there is a point for Mr. Jonathan. So we have one to one to zero for the audience. And this Losers. Goes, this goes to Mr. Jonathan. You wonder why your fan club is so large. <laughs> <laughs> This is his fan club. I like to compete. There we go. Mr. Jonathan, what birth date is Richard Dreyfus, movie actor who played a shock expert in Jaws and won the Oscar for his role in Goodbye, The Goodbye Girl. Other roles include Close Encounters of the Third Kind, American Graffiti, 
and Dr. Leo Marvin in What About Bob? That's your favorite movie. It is. I love that movie. <laughs> it's a uh, great movie. I'm going to say 1945. 1945. Derek. 1948. 48. 49. Over. Over. Mr. Jonathan. 45. Oh, it is 47. Damn Skippy, I'm with it. Okay, we only have one left. We have two for Mr. Jonathan, one for Derek and our audience, unfortunately. It always looks easy Goose from egg. the other side. It always looks easy on the other side. Uh, this is going to Derek? Yeah. Derek Stark. Derek Stark. Kate Jackson. Kate Jackson, TV actress, played Sabrina Duncan in the TV's Charlie's Angels. Besides acting, she became an established director and producer. Kate Jackson... From Charlie's Angels, the TV show from way back when. Born today, what year? He has no idea. I'm still writing. Uh, 1953. 53. And it goes to the audience. They're going 50. 1950, they say. I think they're all over. I'm going to go 1942 because she looks good for her age. 42 for the point, uh, Mr. Jonathan. Boom. 42, it's 48. I so predicted jo- the victory, he and did. I delivered. <sighs> Mr. Jonathan gets it. This classic day in classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it's available in your favorite retailers across the country, Classic Cigars. The audience Does, got skunked. Doesn't it always look so easy on the other side until you do it, and then the price Pressure's on, and you end up going over. Yeah, oh, I had it. I had it for. I think what? you went over on every single one. Did I? How long was my uh, trophy? Two times. Uh, two times. Two. Two. Two time champion. Mr. Jonathan, the reigning champion. It's been a long the, time. The problem is that I can't play both Barry and Chuck at the same time. They end up playing against me. Okay. But I can play Derek one on one. I got into his head. Yeah. You is did. that what happened there? So I put the cigar down that whole time. Still lit. Still, still going. Lit, still going. I'm looking at, what do we got here now? I got an hour and 50 minutes. It's pretty good. Into this thing. I think. Uh, Two hours I, is going gonna, is gonna to call it, though. I, yeah, I think I'm. Uh, I'm going to be done. I'm about done. I'm yeah. Old, yeah, I'm just about I would finished. be done smoking it after about an hour and a half. You see some of the guys I would be putting that sit in the lounge and smoke these things? Oh, crazy. They hold them down to you get nothing left. You can barely yeah. even hold them. They're still going. The one thing is you don't need a so roach you, clip with this. because You it, get another half hour or so if you want to keep going crazy with it. Right. Well, you know, I smoked a uh, – I never smoke a cigar down to the nub. Never. I was smoking a Byron yesterday. Yeah. Put a match through the end of it. And really? Finished it down. Yep. Here we go. Yep. You, got, you got 20 25 30 bucks into it. You start doing the math, right? Yeah. You say, ah, there's 4 or $5 yeah. left here. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. It's like 10 cents a puff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you got in the mailbag? We've got room for a couple. Yeah, we got uh, this message also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Peter writes, uh, after listening to the show and hearing about what's going on with the industry, I joined the CRA. Good. Thank you. Thank I you. Thank you. a lot of smokers hesitate to join because they aren't aware of what's really going on. And why join the CRA? It's so important. It is. The education factor is one of the best and most important parts of the podcast. So rest assured, you guys are certainly making a difference. We are. We're trying to. And they told us, they gave us an award this year as patriots of getting the most people to end up joining. If you're listening to the show, we give it to you for free. All we say is spend $35 a year and and give it. And they give you a little something back. Right now, I think they're giving... um, subscriptions to Cigar Aficionado magazine or something. They're always giving something from somebody. Now they can't give cigars anymore. Yeah. So I remember when uh, they But even if they that. give nothing, if they get to the point where they can't give anything, it's thirty five dollars. 
by the way, the same exact amount for the NRA, which has millions of people. And that's the success, and that's why these things don't happen to them. You know, lots of things come up, believe me, every day happens to the Second Amendment, trying to close it. And it doesn't end up happening because of the NRA. They are so powerful. CRA, on the other hand, that was the idea of it. Take the model of the NRA. Right. And, you know, people love their cigars. People love their guns. So it's going to be the same way. The problem is the people don't have the understanding that this is really happening until it happens and it's too late. And some of these things, unfortunately, has happened with the FDA. Right. And as I say the FDA, these are the things that are happening with the FDA. Rest assured, they're not done. This is not, oh, these are, things already happened, so what is the sense now? Oh, oh no, it's going to end up getting worse that you can't smoke in a cigar store. That may end up happening, that maybe they outlaw the thing altogether. So if they're able to go and say, listen, we have a million people, and then they're far from a million people. But if they were able to say you have a million people, you know what these politicians would do right now for a million votes? It's a lot. That's the power. So they say, don't do it. Don't do it because we're going to tell all our members you, you're against this. And they're not able to play that card because not enough people are joining. Elections have been won and lost in this country by votes in the thousands. Right. alone a million. Yeah. Swing somebody in your direction. Yeah. But we can't scare the government enough not to touch us. Right. You know, and that's where the problem arises. So get your friends to join. You're in the cigar lounge right now and you're talking to your buddies and stuff. Are you a member of the CRA? You should be. It's $35. Listen, just do it. It's a, it's, it's lunch for Christ's sakes. It's, you know, just do it. Just pull the trigger and do it. And, uh, you won't be sorry because you're eventually paying anyway. You know, you think you're not paying, you save $35. Cigars are going to go up a buck a piece. We're going to save $35. You smoke 35 cigars during the course of the year. You paid anyway. If that went away, it, it, it comes out to the same. So and it's strength in numbers, so it's oh, worth yeah. it. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, who got the furthest on the cigar? I think uh, that might be me. I think, I think it is. Derek I think too. it might be me. And I think I come in. Yeah, because uh, I got uh, two and a half inches yeah. left. Two and a half. Now, really, the way that cigar smoking works is it's whoever smokes the slowest is supposed to be the best. According to Cigar Journal and their contest. But somebody could smoke this cigar all day. If they tried to take your time and keep this thing going, you could smoke this all day if you chose to end up doing it. But uh, I wanted to see what happens towards the end of this. Did it get bitter? Was there a bad taste as it was going on? No. No? If if anything, it's getting a little sweeter. Uh, The tea really is the thing that is on the forefront of my mind, that that slight creaminess from the milk going in the tea. Maybe even just a touch of sugar. You could have a sweet tea with cream, and that could be the flavor. About friggin' time, Dad. I gotta make up for it somehow. Yeah, this tea, but I, I can't get past his red peppers. Not hot red peppers, but like the green peppers, the red peppers. It's got that peppery, not black pepper, the, what do you call Vegetable pepper, right? It's a vegetable. You are, you are a man of many words. <laughs> it's a vegetable. It's a vegetable. Vegetable pepper. Very, I'm, very good I'm not, cigar. I'm not getting that pepper. Green peppers, red peppers, but the red peppers are softer than the green pepper in flavor. Milder. A little yeah. sweeter. Maybe. Yeah. I'm getting nothing. But uh, it's I, too I, large. How about, the, is it ever coming back, the things that go over the cigar, the, the, the plastic? The bit. Tip, yeah, the bit. Do they make one that's an 80 ring gauge? <laughs> no, they don't. But so if they did problem. and it came down and it would be less that you would have to end up uh, doing, but... 
I don't want plastic in my mouth either, though. You could, I mean, I guess you could bullet punch it, and then you don't have to put it in your mouth to make... No, nah, but then you, you, you're, like, kissing the cigar, and you're um, sucking to a straw. It would be a... Got to open it up. You know, I, I see people bullet cut these things. But well, I, I wonder if they could do, like, a, a six-shooter bullet punch for something like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If yes. this thing is going to stick around, but... The masses, I don't see. First off, there's uh, not a lot of places you can smoke, and then you're going to have to, you know, where can I smoke for two and a half hours at a time? I would Someone never. Someone is smoking them somewhere because these dudes are buying them by the box. And so, so Christian Aroa sells his company off, Camacho, and a few years later, he gets back into the cigar business, comes out with all his different brands that he came out with. I carried, I knew Christian for many, many years. When he first started with his dad's company, I was a customer for long before that. And he comes in, I jump on him, and all the things he comes out with, I take, except for Asylum. The cigar came out, I go, no way, no way. This is ridiculous, <laughs> it's not going to work. And probably about six months into it. Well, they were, they were advertising on the show yeah. for six full months before we took the brand in as a shop. Because and, and people were just asking. People were for asking. It. And I'm like, oh my God, let's give it a try. Let's give it a try and see what happens. Ba boom. Boom. They're flying. But it's their number one cigar selling cigar brand that they have. It sells like crazy. It's just every time they come in, I'm just amazed that these big boxes, uh, 30s and 50 count boxes of these big giant cigars come in. They get distributed to our three stores, and here they are again, and I watch them go. You stand at the register. You oh, see yeah. what happens. All People day, come up day. with them, and I'm yep. like, really? You know? And well, a handful grab, of these oh, is only hand- four. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the guy, we had a guy come in yesterday who had them cradled in his arm, and he brought them up to the register, the 80, 80 ring uh, uh, 13s. So they're, uh, they're, they're going. And he so. was so excited. He's like, man, I love these. That's all he was saying the whole time. I love these so much. Hey. Good for you, man. So I think everybody should try it. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's way beyond your comfort level, it is, it is for me. But try it. It's really something to get through. And uh, almost like you should get a little, little something at the end of it. You get a little, uh, little prize, a little pin or something to say, I did it. You know, you climb Mount This, ra- this, this mouth smoked Asylum 6x80. <laughs> really? <laughs> really. Uh, they used to put out, when they first came out, they put a T-shirt, and I have one of them, that says, does this cigar make me look fat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> T-shirt, and I don't wear T-shirts around in the store, but I have it. It's right on the dresser. I see it all the time, and I want to wear it because it's a funny. It has a picture of the cigar in there. It's and they didn't, they didn't come out with larges on those. The no. smallest size you could get was an XL, and yeah. they went up from there all as the way up should, to five. As it should be. The majority of cigar smokers are overweight white guys, right? We know who we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, except for in those other countries where they call us fat because <laughs> they're, they're not. We, we, take, we take that uh, very I think uh, I would be considered fat. In some of those countries. Really? Yeah, you are dropping some weight. I am. I'm down to 191.6. Good for you. The lightest I've been as an adult. You done? Got to hit 190, and then I'm going to join a gym and bulk up. Yeah, because somebody called you not a lamppost. What they call you? A uh, uh, broom. A broom handle. Broom handle. broom handle. Yeah, with the bald head and the straight body, you don't have a lot happening. I could be uh, the guy from Breaking Bad every year for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yep. I yep. got the hats. Walter I had to stop White. wearing them, yeah. except on Halloween. All right. So that's it. We like the Asylum 6x8, uh, but it's too big, and, and Derek ends up winning it. 
So that is that. We have um, a ten dollar cigar. We got a good two hours out of it. Easy. It's a value. Yeah. So it's two two dollars and fifty cents a half hour. It's yeah. Five dollars an hour. Yeah. Five dollars an hour. We didn't get a, a, a cigar like this for five dollars an hour. Um, okay. Next week, just the opposite. Just the opposite. It's going to be small cigars. Small cigars in cinema. So we're going to talk about small cigars. We're going to talk movies and cigars. I'm digging it. Okay. Without Barry, because he's on his honeymoon, and uh, it's going to be fun without Barry. Um, and it's uh, broccoli and bean sprouts. Nice. No, it's nice. Not. Jonathan's favorite. Did I write that? No, you did not. But broccoli and bean sprouts will be the little snack in between. I don't think All so. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, can we refuse that? We can. Okay, that's it. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll catch you next week. You've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And it's very likely that you learned nothing else in the last two hours. But know this, when you're smoking your Asylum 13 6x80, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's